Welcome to No Time to Waste, the podcast that inspires and motivates us to maximize our moments. I'm your host, Allison Haddon. I'm battling terminal cancer, but I'm focused on living my best life as my best self every day. Join me as I chat with resilient adventurers, seekers, trailblazers, and exceptionally good humans as we explore what it means to live fully because there's no time to waste for all of us. Those close to me know that travel has been a lifelong passion of mine. Um, I did a semester abroad in Sydney during college. Uh, it was my first time out of the country. I was 20 years old. Um, I got to see during that period of time the eastern coast of Australia, but I also checked off New Zealand and Fiji uh, in a matter of months. I knew then that travel would be a critical component of my adult life. And I made a promise to myself that no matter what my financial situation, I would get out of the country at least once a year. And I'm serious. I took out a line of credit <laughs> to compete in a martial arts tournament in South Korea in my early 20s. So I created job opportunities for myself over the next 18 years that enabled me to do just that. I'd find a reason to visit one of our international offices or speak at a conference in Europe, work backwards from there to get approval. And if it was a place I'd already been, for example, like London, I just tack on a couple days after work stuff to go explore somewhere else, like the south of France or skiing in Chamonix. I think I'm at 21 countries now and eyeing 2022 targets, obviously depending on COVID and my health. And if dreaming of heliskiing in Alaska or a South African safari wasn't enough, when you add in rewards programs and the points game to travel, I am hooked. I've crafted some incredible trips and experiences paid for by points, and I learned it all from this man, Brian Kelly, aka The Points Guy, one of the top influencers and experts in the travel and hospitality space. Brian and I decided to throw the standard interview script out the window and just have a, quote, real conversation. This way, we could talk about our passions for travel, some of our most memorable experiences, the healing power of animals, and giving back. It's Brian Kelly, aka the Points Guy, for no time to waste. Let's have let's have a real discussion. He says, "All right, I don't know what that. Okay, what's a real discussion? What's a real, a real discussion? Dis it's just two people talking about their passions and." For no other reason than to enjoy each other. That's what I'm here for today. Alex. Oh, that's like very sweet. I was expecting a very buttoned up Brian Kelly, you know, ready to ready to talk points. So great because I love real conversations. They are, are my favorite. I, I'm I'm highly caffeinated and so excited to talk to you. Yes. And, yes. And travel is something that makes us all smile, and I think the world needs more smiles. Yes. You're in good company because I'm a dog person. I, I rescued two dogs over the pandemic, and they are my pride and joy, and I spend so much time with them. And I love people, but oh, when I'm home with my pups, and mm. they get me, I think, more than anyone else. <laughs> now, are these the points pups? Well, so there are points pups that are, most of them are like Frenchies of our employees. Um, right. The I guess technically my two rescues are a part of the points pups, but the original points pups were like all these French bulldogs that used to terrorize the points guy offices. Um, yeah. We don't really keep that account active that much anymore, but I guess you could consider them. 
Yeah. And when you, and when you say home, home, uh, I know you sort of split your time between New York and then Pennsylvania. Yes. New Hope. I live in a little town right, right outside of New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is this like unbelievable. It's in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. It's about, it's about an hour and a half from New York city and an hour from Philly. And it's where I grew up and I never thought I would return there. I, you know, when I was 18, I was like, I'm leaving. I got, you know, went to university of Pittsburgh. I always knew I wanted to go to New York City to, quote unquote, make it big. Um, and I'm glad that I did, especially I came out as gay right after college. Like being in New York City was kind of the push I needed to learn about the world and so many other people and, and in doing so myself. But uh, over the pandemic, I kind of returned to Pennsylvania in a pretty down time of my life. Business was off a cliff. I had just broken up with my ex-fiance, and um, I had this gravitational pull to go back to home, be around family. And as this crazy pandemic was ravaging the world, just kind of, you know, as much as of a traveler as I am, I was like, no, this is my time to focus on myself, protect, you know, and heal. And and part of that healing process was rescuing dogs, which has been—they're just—it's been an amazing experience. So you spoke about New Hope. So I'm from Pennsylvania. Um, oh. I grew up uh, not in that area, but like Delaware, Montgomery County. But we have lots to lots to get to and not a lot of time, despite the fact that I believe you said that you would give me as much time as I wanted. And we could also be best friends and you could also help. And, and we're going to the Maldives tonight on yeah. Emirates first class. Let's I'll meet you at the airport. That's like my dream. So don't don't even tease. And also that like I used to say that my dream would be to just show up at an airport, look at the board, right? Board. And uh, uh-huh. like sh- dates dates me a bit. No, they still um, have boards. They still have cool boards in a lot of airports. And some of the like, in Europe, yeah. they're far away. Yeah. Um, and and look and just go. Okay, like you know, I still have a couple countries I've been to about I think twenty one or twenty two, um, but I'm in an interesting spot now because with this terminal diagnosis, I'm um, one prohibited, not prohibited, but um, makes it very difficult to plan. Um, because I have genuine thoughts that go through, which is like, am I going to be here? Am I going to be alive? And I say that not to be like morbid and crazy, but it's like, one, will I be alive then? Hmm. Two, what kind of treatment will I I be under? Right now, I'm in a kind of free-for-all from a travel standpoint away every weekend um, on short trips. Um, which is very different. I used to do just, I, I used to just plan epic, epic international adventures. Um, um, can I share with you my most, my proudest? I would love nothing more. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Well, there's two. So I just lied already, which is like not a great way to build trust, but I feel like we're there. You <laughs> we're can here. see me. People, by the way, you know, non points people like think you're crazy. You know, not you. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, yeah, for doing these crazy trips and, uh, you know, the points world, it definitely is like a subculture. And what's crazy to others is, you know, treasure to to people in our in our crazy world. In our crazy world. Okay, you just, so sometimes you just got to do it to understand it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, and the reason why I love the points game, and I just I so passionately love the points game, is because. Uh, it makes the seemingly impossible possible. 
which mm-hmm. I love. I love finding back doors. I love finding, you know, new strategies. Like I'm just like, uh, like the sneaky little cat that you're just like, Oh, well, there she goes. Um, so I love that. And then I love the fact that like it hits the same neurotransmitters. Like it's a, it's gambling, right? Oh, it's totally. It's like, I always say it's like, you know, so many people love doing crossword puzzles and when you get the crossword, Oh, that feeling of like, but in the points game, when you complete the puzzle, you get an amazing trip, you know, and, and that dopamine is like, and at the end of the day, you're like winning against airlines and credit card companies, like yep. two of the most hated industries in the world you can beat at their own game. And that's like what I love. Like against the man kind of thing. Okay. So last year, 2019 when we thought cancer was behind me like oh woof, what a chapter like it'll make for a great book you know just mm-hmm. i really just took it really lightly um when i was set free from chemo um well i was still taking oral chemo but i was free from infusions i was allowed to travel my counts were good it was like and go and I was like, okay, Carrie, who's my sister, I was like, we're going to South Africa. We're going for two weeks. You got to take two weeks off work. We're going to go to Cape Town, but we're going to stay in Camps Bay, which is the Mm. beach town that's next to it because I don't like. So beautiful. Right? We're going to stay. I love you you've been there uh, south africa is just like my favorite when people say what's one place i need to go to just blow my mind i say go to south africa don't ask any questions like it's just like the the beauty of that landscape driving around those bends you feel like yes there's nowhere else on yes. earth like and then safari i mean so we we basically i've created an itinerary where I don't ever do like large groups, like I don't do everybody else's stuff. But in this case, I tacked on to a G Adventures trip that mm-hmm. was just a G Adventures safari that was just five days. Um, and that would basically take us to kind of like the greatest hits of like Kruger, mm-hmm. but then to different private reserves. Um, and it was their uh, their like adventure kind of adventure luxury which i was like perfect um so we attached to that we somehow got crazy cheap flights um on united which is my now preferred especially because denver's a hub um Mm -hmm. and we did a two-week trip um which did you did you go to the wine country outside of cape town no because i don't drink anymore Uh. i used to be there's a reason <laughs> um there's a reason um but so th- we just did this incredible incredible trip yeah three nights in cape town four nights on the tour one night extra safari just for my sister and i in like the presidential suite in this private reserve and did like everything in for like basically 10 grand I have to ask so when on safari so if anyone's listening and has never been on safari i cannot recommend it enough like yes. the feeling so even if you don't love animals, like it's which animal experience was the most incredible to you? Oh, lion tracking, lion tracking, unexpected first night on safari. We basically ran into an entire group of cubs and then mm. discovered the dad babysitting nearby. So it was a male lion. And then all of a sudden we're like, where's the mom? And we hear the mom call from afar, the female lion, the lioness, um, say like dinner's ready. And the kids all got up. Dad didn't move. 
Um, so we were like, I guess dad stays here. And then we followed and tracked the kids, the cubs that were running to the mom. And we came upon the mom with the kill, which she gave up to the kids. And the sound was like that of monsters, <laughs> like from a monster movie. Um, but then all of a sudden the male, the, the dad shows up. And the mom leaves the kids and the dad and mom have like a Lion King moment. And oh it was the it was the top. It was definitely the top three or five experiences of my entire life, entire I life. Don't. It's always the, 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 the animal children. My, my favorite experience, I was in a thicket with elephants and there was a baby elephant that was <gasps> trumpeting at us. So mimicking what the guide was kind of doing. And it was like. This is so unbelievable. And then all of a sudden the herd kind of closed in and we had to like reverse it out of the thicket. Your adrenaline's rushing. You're not yep. really in danger, but it's just one of those. Ex it's like nothing like seeing, you know, animals in a zoo. It's it's not even on the no. same like universe, no. you know. No. And it's hard. And then if you're in a private reserve, like the only vehicles are going to be the ones that are owned by the the reserve. Mm -hmm. And if they do it well, you never see another car. You never see another totally. one. I, and to that, I highly recommend the private reserve, especially South Africa. I've done safaris all across Africa. They're all beautiful in their own way. But South Africa, the private reserves, you can go off-roading. It's a, yeah. it's like the best safari experience in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. No. Okay. So, and then for the next 40 minutes, all they did was talk about safaris. <laughs> um, but no, I agree. That was like one of the best. Um, and then the, the proudest points, because that wasn't totally points was, um, I love Southeast Asia, um, and have been to Thailand and South Korea, um, once went to South Korea for a, a martial arts tournament and decided this was like when I was 22, I took out, I didn't know, I didn't know. I took out a line of credit to fund my trip there, but I competed in a martial arts tournament in South Korea. I was like 23 years old and, uh, I decided to tack on, which is, that was always my favorite thing. Tack <laughs> on, um, a couple days staying at a Buddhist monastery. Um, yeah, but I had, was it I, amazing? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, you had to like work, like it was, it was not touristy. It was like, I slept on a pad on the floor, like, mm -hmm. you know, it was all vegetarian, but we had to be up at three o'clock every morning for all the meditations. Like you were, you're doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I will never, I will never forget that moment of being awake that early and looking out on the, the kind of mountains in, in wherever I was in South Korea and being like, wow, like this is travel. Like this is, mm -hmm. this is it. And, and I have, I've had to explain to people the difference between like travel where I believe and vacation, vacation objective is vacation objection. Objective is I want to do nothing. Mm -hmm. Maximum comfort, maximum yes. luxury. Yeah. Yes, maximum comfort, maximum luxury, um, and then, but then traveling objective is experience, like right, like richness and and breadth of experience, and mm -hmm. you want to just like you want to eat all the things, you want to see all the things, you want to talk to all the people, um, and traveling like that is really 
that's that's oh that's that's the jam and some people would think that must be so uncomfortable you know the mat on the floor but i mean and admittedly i travel nicely most of the time but i've taken mm-hmm. a lot like a bunch of trips especially with some of the um peace work that we do with young kids around the world and you know going to the dangerous neighborhood that you've read about but then actually meeting the people on the ground like in cape town we went to the cape flats which is just one of the poorest but in that moment of being like, oh, am I going to be okay? But then you realize people live this every single day. We're so privileged. privileged. You know, it's it's hard to check your privilege when, um, but I just totally agree with you in those moments of like, this is, but then there's like moments of serenity as you're remembering now that trip mm-hmm. to South, South Korea. Yep. And I just, you know, push everyone to think about how you can push yourself a little bit outside your comfort zone because that's really where the growth happens. Yeah, I agree. And then there are sometimes, and and I, and this is just so fresh because I I was just describing to you before we started recording that I just got back from uh, a trip uh, yes last night and and I did it like the opposite way I've been doing it since cancer because what happened with cancer was all of a sudden it was, well, you can't take the money and I might not be alive next year. So if I'm going to go to this part of Mexico or if I'm going to go to Hawaii or if I'm going to go to whatever or Vail, I'm going to blow it out and I'm going to stay in the best place. The places that I never thought that I would be able to stay, right? When Mm -hmm. you have limited time, all of a sudden, those decisions, at least for me, became easy because I was just like, "Yeah, um, I'll. I, I want. I want to be in the place. I want to be in the nicest place that I could be, or the place that's perfect for me. Because it's not mm-hmm. always. I believe that there is a, a sliding scale on fancy, and like if it's too fancy, like I'm not. I'm not. I actually don't derive pleasure from it. Yeah, I know a lot of people, especially nowadays. My parents are always looking at like healthcare. You know, even people without. You know. Uh, severe illness or now healthcare is on top of mind. Like, okay, if I go to Mexico, Punta Mita, do you now have like an extra level of like, well, if I need immediate care or are you mostly like, as long as I'm within a couple hours of the US, I'll be able to like fly back? So these are like great questions that my partner and I thought about while we were um, in another country recently. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were like, what, what, what would we do? She goes, you don't think I've thought about that? Like, she goes, I didn't before, but all of a sudden, yeah, in the last two days, I've been like, what if something happens? So my palliative care nurse, who's amazing, Cecilia, I actually interviewed her a couple months ago. Um, I have an appointment with her. I see her once a month right now, um, tomorrow. So she'll be stopping by my house. And that's one of my questions is to be like, yeah, so like, say I... Uh, like go to Japan. Um, and I don't speak Japanese. Um, what do I do if something happens? Right. Cause that's not the only, the only country that I feel like if I died tomorrow, I'd be like, damn, I miss that one is I think Japan. Um, Japan is so yeah. Spectacular. Yeah. Not to, not to rub it in. No, no. I think what it's opening soon, hopefully. So I'm more than happy to help you plan it. But yeah, when you, that was the first place I went when I quit my job a lot, 10 years ago, I hopped on a one on a flight to Japan and spent a week by myself in June, just like exploring this unbelievable, like culture. It's fascinating how orderly it is. The food's amazing. But, um, I'm curious, you know, travel can be physically exhausting, but it's also mentally so good. I mean, it's on one hand, it's like, I think amazing for mental health. I'm curious your your take on it and your position. Like, how do you 
do you think the mental health benefits and like, you know, even just going to Mexico and having different cuisine and seeing those breathtaking landscapes, obviously yeah. does that outweigh the physical downside, especially because travel nowadays is crowded. People yeah. are being crazy. Well, luckily I've been going places where there haven't been anybody. So that's awesome. Um, I would say normally that travel travel um, would infuse life into anyone and uh, have them feel like, you know, they just, they're in a different world. And, you know, for me, trying to find the balance between accepting what is, right, and and being in a situation where, yes, like I have a terminal illness and I am going to die from it most likely. And it, it would be a miracle if I was here in a couple years, like mm. that trying to wrangle my head around that reality, mm -hmm. but then also to just be present wherever I am. Right. And be like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not dying right now. Like, mm -hmm. where am I right now? Like right now I'm sitting, enjoying some fish tacos that cost. Like I just had, I just had fish tacos for lunch today, actually. Oh, please. From where? You're like, from the bistro down no, the No, I made, no, I actually made them. Oh, wow. Apartment. Did yeah. you do like a little mango salsa? Or I don't like spicy no, stuff. No, I don't, I like spicy. I don't, I don't like the fruit in my food, but just, yeah, they were a little spicy. They were okay. Got it. Um, I'm back to, if Richard Branson called you oh. today and said, hey, you want to go to space, would you? Oh, that's a good one. Um, for some reason, I mean, I have been such a kind of wanderer in my head of places. Space has never been something that like captured my attention. Same thing with traveling to India. Don't mm -hmm. know why. Like, you know, a little bit of Buddhism, a lot of meditation, especially when I was younger. Like, you know, India like never got me, um, but I would like to meet Richard Branson and he has been on my life list. So I've had a life list. I, I didn't call it a bucket list. I started it when I was in my teens. Anybody that's a frequent listener knows about it. So I won't go too much into it, but it's a list of the things that if I even thought about being able to do them or give them or travel there or buy them that I just lit up inside. And mm -hmm. I put everything down on there. And the funny thing is, is, you know, I've been able to check so many of them off. So many of them were travel related. Um, and it was never like, yes, I did have like stay in an overwater bungalow, which I do have to tell you about. Um, that was like a, a dream. And I did that on points. Um, but, uh, you know, it was getting to travel to certain places, go on safari. Mm -hmm. I didn't, spe I didn't specify where, um, give a deserving restaurant server a hundred dollar tip, which I was able mm -hmm. to do when I relocated out here at, at a Cracker Barrel, which I'd never even heard of. And it was, it was incredible. Um, you know, adopt a nonprofit, which I did and it's, it's called first ascents and, uh, it's essentially a program that provides, uh, young adults, 18 to 39 impacted by cancer with outdoor adventures and the healing mm. power of nature and community. Um, everything from whitewater kayaking to rock climbing. One of the biggest things I've done over the pandemic, I started riding horses as yeah. a 30, 
seven-year-old, six foot seven, you know, uncoordinated guy. And it's been like, just being around horses is like unbelievable. Have you ever done equine therapy or? Right after I got the terminal diagnosis last August, my sister, I have one sister, um, Carrie, who's awesome. And uh, she came out and I was like, I got to get out of here. Like I was just, I was having an existential like uh, I have mm-hmm. to get out of here and COVID I couldn't travel. I couldn't I fly. I can't even imagine. Like I was just like going bananas. Everybody was right. But I was like, if this is my only chance. So my sister came, we went to this, excuse me, um, ranch called devil's thumb, which is really known for its winter cross country skiing. And, um, we went there and we were able to hang out with the horses they had mm. there and we were able to hop on a horse and do a little really chill trail ride for a couple hours. And, um, but you saying that is a good reminder. I mean, I think animals in general, we talked about before we started recording are just so therapeutic and so healing and mm-hmm. we just don't deserve them. Isn't it amazing? Like dogs can tell when we're not well. Yeah. It's it's like so many different, like they just know and they know the places to touch to like calm us down and even just sitting like skin to skin when you need that like. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up the the equine therapy. That's a good. I'm just going to write that down. Well, I would love to take you on my horse if you come to New Hope, Pennsylvania. I will. Maybe when you gladly come, come up, to New Hope if I get horses out of it. There's kayaking with bald eagles, and I mean it's a really beautiful place. I I split every week. I'm like I, right now I'm in New York, but you know I'll be in New York for a couple of days, busy, busy, busy meetings, and it's like get me back to Pennsylvania because it's just rest for you, right? Yeah, and it's like I especially like you know, the quarantine and spending time. It's like, I'm not ready to go back. I don't want to go back to just, you know, I I think I used to be addicted to jet lag. Like mm. the thrill of just, just because you can doesn't mean you should. I tell myself that all the oh, time. Oh, that's, that needs to be my new, just because I can. <laughs> it's really hard though. I mean, like I'm trying to embody this brand that I've built. That's all mm-hmm. about maximizing your moments. I never finished telling you it's, confronting mortality, crafting a life without regret, and then maximizing moments focused on the things that really matter, which I think is gratitude, human connection, and joy, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm like in this mode, and I've always been like this, like anyone that knows me wouldn't be like, that's out of character. No, (laughs) they've all been like, you've been living that way like your whole life. But trying to find this balance now between too much of a good thing is not a good thing you know right but it's like if you knew your time was limited yeah right my time is limited it is not it is it it, that is a real thing and if my time is limited if this is the last time i get to go experience this or go travel Mm -hmm. here and i have an opportunity shouldn't Mm -hmm. i shouldn't i take advantage and it's really really hard for me to say no because I can't, I have to rest. Like mm-hmm. I have to rest every day, like a baby. Like mm-hmm. I have to start treating myself like a baby, which like, you know, where you're like, Oh, that would be too much for the baby. Yeah. Allison, I want to ask where you, I'm still dying to know where you, um, spent overwater villa. Okay. Overwater villa was Bora Bora. This is the points. This is the, this is the points, uh, 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 Fin- finale all right hold on 2019 because i am so i'm just so proud of it like if you just see on my my thing oh, oh yeah no spreadsheet like, of course of course we have a spreadsheet like i used to do spreadsheets for every trip so i 
my partner and I spent three weeks in 2019 going to one of my favorite places on the planet, which is Bali. She had never been. We spent two weeks in Bali and we then spent one week at uh, the St. Regis uh, in Bora Bora. Bora. Yes. Uh. Okay. So basically, and we flew only first um, or business, uh, depending on what was available. We stayed at the the most amazing um, hotel just just like I would say for couples or for solo travelers mm-hmm. or families, I guess, but the Alila brand mm. that is uh, awesome. So you can redeem your Hyatt points for Alila when you're in Asia. And I would highly, highly recommend mm-hmm. it. We stayed at uh, the Viceroy in Ubud um, in only pool villas. Mm. Um, it was just like a- absolutely over the top. And then to be able to do, you know, and we did some like, some travel stuff like fun travel stuff um when we were in those two weeks in bali and then we flew through that was a pain uh, we had to fly from bali indonesia to uh bora bora and that was just that yeah, was how'd a you lot. do how'd you do that via so uh good question you- we did uh i have it in here so we did sydney to oh wow oh yeah no yeah so we did yeah because singapore doesn't go to french polynesia i was wondering how that no we did it through sydney to new zealand to uh tahiti we stayed one night at the intercontinental tahiti which the place is dumb um and we were supposed to stay there for two nights and instead while my partner was sleeping i was like we got to we got to get to Bali. No, they're, they're, that that's a that intercontinental on the main island of Tahiti. That's just like a because tra- when your flight comes in at night, you can't take the little planes Correct. to Bali. But Correct. you made the right call. Just okay. Let's... In the middle in the middle of the night, basically while she's sleeping, I used my Marriott points to book a Meridian, um, mm. Bora Bora. That's right, you know connected to yep. everything else anyway. And I was like, great. Booked that. I booked an overwater villa for like 60,000 points, which was insane. Um, and then it was our anniversary, which it was. And they basically upgraded us to like the Mount Otomanu, whatever view, um, where we were like pretty much, I think, like probably the second or third last in the row. And it, and it was incredible. Amazing. And, and actually. Sunset- yeah. Yes. Did you get good sunsets or sunrises from the villa? Uh, we got uh, we got sunsets and we were only there for one night because we were mm. supposed to be in the Intercontinental. But I was like, screw it. I'm not. I'd rather use the points. Not going to waste the night. Yeah. Nope. And so the following morning, she wakes up, my partner, and I go, hey, I go get up because like we have to catch a flight. And she was like, well, I thought we weren't going until tomorrow. And I was like, we're not staying here. I was like, we're getting to the islands. Let's go. Um, and so we booked it on the the very first flight that they let us change. Um, so it was great. So uh, that is leadership. I'm applauding you. Thank I love you. That. Thank you. So basically, we spent like. For us, like a blowout vacation, no shopping though. We're not really, really, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Um, but blowout vacation, including whatever we wanted, three weeks, 15K. Amazing. 15K. And I just have this thing, and it's like points, 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 points. Two nights at the uh, Uluwatu Alila that was like overlooking the. 
the water pool villa mm-hmm. like they on our last day were like do you want to go to this huge like super club this day club that was next door and, and like you know we'll give you a table and you could just sit in there i was like great and yeah we did that on our last day like it was just we we, we rented mopeds wherever we were so that we could travel like we went to surf camp and changu um and did that for a couple of days like we just we just did whatever we wanted whatever we wanted and uh yeah i just that's amazing you're ma- i miss i miss asia i'm it's been closed yeah but luckily thailand's opening singapore so hopefully asia i'm just so excited for the world to be open when you can travel again and not yeah what's the like... number one okay if someone just said whole world's open go where would you go uh well i'm uh, really keen to go to Ecuador and Peru. I had never been, I think there were kind of trips. I was like, oh, I'll do it later, do it later. And then all right, of a sudden right. the world closed. So I really wanted, I'm a scuba diver. So I want to scuba dive in the Galapagos, Galapagos and just, you know, take in all the nature and animals. Um, but I think I really do miss Asia. I love South Korea. I love the energy. Uh, and maybe it's just because I finished Squid Game. Did you watch? <gasps> no, not yet. Don't tell me. I won't tell you anything. But anyway, I mean, I just, I mean, Asian culture in general, food, I mean, it really, I love traveling to places where you feel like you're in a totally different world, like where everything that you're used to is kind of. Yeah. So. Can I uh, use Alaska Miles to get to the Caribbean? Of course you can. Okay. That's what I need help with. Because I've got, I've got a credit and like the Caribbean's the only other kind of warm weather, uh, quick escape, us being in Colorado, like. Yeah, they team up with American, which flies a lot to the Caribbean. Uh, Alaska itself doesn't fly to, I don't think, any Caribbean islands. But um, but you can definitely redeem on partners if there's space. Uh, okay. I just was in the British Virgin Islands last week. They're amazing. I, know. I watched yeah. all of it. And that's why I was like, I showed my partner. I was like, you want to go there? And she goes, hell yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't know Car- the Caribbean. And I was like, I'm a United and Starlight and Starlights well, person. I would say Tur- Turks and Caicos are fabulous. Like just, I mean, like talk about Maldives, blue water yeah. in the Caribbean. And Turks just has like a cool vibe. There's kite Turks. surfing and. Yes. Can't go wrong with Turks and Caicos. Okay. Well, I don't want to waste the time because really I would like to be like, okay, I have 250,000 United miles. I have 60,000 KLM, which what the fuck am I going to do with KLM? Well, flying blue are actually pretty valuable. You can get to uh, 57,500 is one way business class to Europe. So not sure if you have any Europe plans, but. Well, that may, I mean, maybe. That's I got to wait until it's warm again. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. And then Alaska, I've got an $800 credit and like basically 40 K miles. And, mm. and then I've got capital one and Amex points. And I have on, I have on the list here, Japan, Caribbean, like yeah. those are the two. I mean, Europe is cool. I just, I want it to be warm. I want to yeah. go to like Positano and, mm. um, that whole region. That's I, cause I haven't seen that part of Italy. Yeah. Um, Hopefully Japan, I don't think we know exactly, but Japan's COVID numbers I was reading today are amazing that they've dropped off a cliff. So yeah. they don't exist. So I'm hopeful Japan, you know, early in the new year. I mean, have you ever seen the cherry blossoms in Japan? No, I've never been to Kyoto. Um, I've never, no. Okay. It's... So you're going to go, I'm sure it'll be open by April. It's usually late March, early April. I went oh, once. Brian, do you know how hard whole... it is for me though? Like 
Like here, this is the problem. I'm not traveling yeah. like your average traveler. Yeah. I'm, I'm like April. I'm like, <laughs> I like book stuff. I mean, my next scans are mid November and that mm-hmm. will dictate. Right. What well, my- the good thing about points and miles is lately the airlines open up tons of last minute, you know, so you yeah. can plan yep. a week in advance and I'd- tons of award trip award miles open up. And now with COVID, they all let you cancel and change free of charge. So there's never, I think frequent flyer miles and points are now more valuable than before because they give ultimate flexibility. Okay. I want to ask you serious questions like still points related. Mm-hmm. I suspect you were talking and I think it was before we recorded, like just because I can do it, doesn't mean I should. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you balance personally the opportunities that you have in front of you to go on like life-changing adventures, right? But then also give yourself the time to be rested and recharged enough to enjoy them. Because if you go on a trip and you're not at 100% when you start, Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be playing catch up the whole time. And I'm telling you, your your brain's not going to retain even the memory of it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm still learning. I was like this past month supposed to go to my friend invited me to Paris. And then another friend was like, come to Munich with me the next day. And then I was supposed to go to the BVI's for another week. So it was going to be a week in Europe, back to back to back, backed up to like the Caribbean. I was just, but I said yes to it all because individually each and everything was so cool. I love Munich Oktoberfest, but yeah. Um, I ended up just canceling the Paris trip, which I was so happy about because I went into the BVI trip rested and excited and actually enjoyed it. And there were a lot of people I was meeting there. So I think now, I mean, it's, it's hard because countries are are reaching out to me saying, Brian, we want you to come and broadcast to the world that we're open. And I, and deep down, it's like, I do love helping people, but I have to put myself first. And I think what I'm learning to is just not commit to everything. Because I hate when I feel boxed in and that I have to go because I, you know, um, yeah. so it's hard. You know, people have expectations. They want to plan in advance for me coming and to yeah. show me hospitality. But it's like, it's not, I think I have to get out of my head. It's not me being a diva or selfish if I'm kind of keeping oh. my time open and I'll I'll book, you know, a month out once I really have yeah. a sense of like what's going on. So sounds like boundaries, think, healthy boundaries, exactly. Brian. These are the yeah. things we learn in our 30s and 40s. I know. I'm still learning. But yeah. Uh, and I think it's, you know, I canceled my Paris trip and I felt guilty for a day. Like I was letting people down. I'm like, I have to get that out of my head. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like live for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends are like, you know, you're the life of the party. We want you to come. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's flattering, but I don't want to. <laughs> and, right. Uh, so, but, uh, well, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you're, I'm glad to hear like that's a work in progress for you too, because I think, when you're built like people like you and I, I mean, I am just like, I'm just a like, yeah, let's go. Like, let's turn mm-hmm. it up to 11. If two is good, mm-hmm. three is better, which means four is probably awesome. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just that person. And now Same. that now that I am faced with an early exit where I'm planning, basically, I'm just like planning these parties, which is like trips. I'm planning Mm -hmm. parties that are manageable. And then at some point, I'm going to have to say, whoa, 
the party's over, you know, and I had some instances in this last one where normally I'm the travel captain, right? Mm -hmm. Normally, like I got all my stuff. I'm ready. I like ask me any question about stuff and and I have it, you know, and this was a non-resort trip, which I haven't taken in years really. And I was doing it, you know, kind of on the cheap, but like not on purpose. We would just, were like, this is definitely the best option for us. This Airbnb is awesome. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to be near people anyway. And we want a private pool and we want an ocean mm-hmm. view. And like, we want to walk right to the beach. And, um, but the like getting situated and having to navigate like the lock box is here and the code for that is here and the code for this is here. And if you need mm-hmm. the key to get the thing, trying to even get all of a sudden, I like mentally just fell apart yeah. and it was like a grieving. It was a sad moment for yeah. my partner and myself to be like, whoa, mentally like mm-hmm. I I am not the person I cannot, I am not operating on all cylinders when I am not, mm-hmm. when I am tired. No, no, I, I, I can't imagine. Cause I get that way <laughs> and I'm, you know, I ha- luckily to have my health and I get frustrated. And so, yeah, you've got to take care of yourself. I know one way of living like there's no time to waste for me is by going on adventures and traveling and vacationing and leaving enough time for rest. And so if you want to pass any of those trips along that you're just like, I just can't, but I have someone who's a great writer who is super passionate about points as well. And she can just write about it if you need, or if better yet, you seem kind of fun. Like, uh, well, we're going to American Samoa. Listen, I'm dead serious. Like, we're going to get the airline to sponsor us. Allison, be careful what you wish for. That's all I'm going to say. Listen, <laughs> I have a board that you have no idea what I'm looking at right now, but I've manifested every single one of them. So uh, American Samoa with Grandma Joy and Brad, it just needs to happen like sooner rather than later. Done. Okay. So if you really want to maximize your moments, you could pitch in and help us get the word out. Just rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That's it. Oh, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss future episodes and bonus content. For more motivation, head to notimetowasteproject.com or join the squad on Instagram at notimetowasteproject. Grazie mille.